This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome, friends, to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name's Laurie. I'm here with my friends Jessica and our good friend Yanita. We are so excited to be here today to share all of the magic in Yanita's world and the She Dares Collective and this awesome One to Know magazine. But before we do that, if you would just take a minute and like, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, okay? Like, we would love to have your support. We're so grateful that you're here listening and watching our episodes. Your support just means so very much. So thank you for doing that. And let's talk to Miss Yanita today. She's here in the studio, in the flesh. My beauty. Thank you for having me here. Oh my gosh. It's such a pleasure. It's so good. And Yanita's a really good example of like how we all kind of work in each other's orbits, you know, like that we've been friends, acquaintances, like mutual goddesses bringing our creative inspiration up to the surface and exploding. And so I want to start with the She Dares Collective because She Dares kind of came out of you around the same time that the Badass Ladies Club came out of us. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it's so amazing talking to you about it because there's so many synchronicities in the ways that we like created and birthed these yes, companies. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. what is the She Dares Collective and tell us how that kind of came to fruition. I will. You know, it's really funny. It's a story I told Lori that um, before it be- was named She Dares, we started out like my chicken scratch notes, my yeah. original like graphics were badass boss babes. Because I was trying to, like, I really wanted to work the badass in there, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, of course, here we are, you know, like, even that, even just from the word, right? I know. This word, I've been thinking about this word that sort of just, like, pulls you in some, but it pushes other people away. Right. Um, So that's really interesting. Um, Anyway, uh, I had a, I started out with the help of a gal named Leslie, Leslie Shields. And so she was a really good editor and really good, just like, no, this is bigger than that and um it's bigger than just this like strength you know because sometimes strength looks different mm-hmm. yeah it's not so in your face and I learn that I learn every day from all these women about like oh wait a minute we all show up so differently and I want to be a broader audience I want to yeah. be a safe space for as many people as possible so she dare started because it had to I think it was just came out of me Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Bring it back now. Uh, it came out of me. And now, in retrospect, and if you read the magazine and you read the article, there's a really, there's a lot of, in there about my history and the women in my family and how I was raised. And I coined this term like Wonder Woman Island. Like I was raised on Wonder Woman Island because <laughs> there are not a lot of men present. Mm. And so if things need to get done, we were doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that I think is, this is probably like a love letter mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. And the mothers and the aunties and the grandmas and all the ladies who really, we did it together. I saw them get through hardships and bring, raise their families like as in, in tribe, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I think some of that was just in me and longing and missing it. 
right? My, I have a huge family in Puerto Rico. I grew up in New York City and I live in Texas now, kind of far removed from, you know, the, the pollution of my family and friends. <laughs> I just take up all the crevices in your life, right? So I needed, I needed some people. I think I needed community. Yeah. Mm. And as you all know, because y'all are into this and you get this, I think I was being guided mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit. There was no coincidence that this started. Literally, our first meeting was in January of 2020. No, it was February of 2020. We had a huge event in March and everything shut down. And then we kept it going. I kept it going on Zoom and you ladies have kept it going, right? And so now I'm like, oh, it was supposed to happen that way. (laughs) Was this something I needed to get through all of this? Possibly. Um, so it it happened because it's something that I did need. I need a community. I found myself not really fitting in anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, come on. I know I'm cool, but I can't like, you know, I lived in all these different places. Yeah. Having um, this is something also that is talked about in this issue is about these like mixed identities, being Latina and not being around your people and being in different places and like these different cultures. Um Anyway, so struggling through that, I just, um, I found a group in town that was the closest thing to what Sheeters is now at the time. And I find, I like, I, a full body experience of joy when there was a small group of women that were like really showing up hard at whatever they were doing. And this was in business, very business focused, self-employed women doing it, you know? So I was really inspired and I'm starting to start my software business during this time. So I meet these ladies. I'm like, okay, I can sort of jam here. This is good. This is everything I've been dreaming. I'm like, I manifested it, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Somebody else did the work. I manifested it. And then it finished. And then it sort of, you know, not everything, like, continues. So that's when I said, oh, hell no. And my gal pal Leslie said, come on, let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So it was just keeping community happening is how it started. Mm-hmm. And now I realize I was divinely guided <laughs> and this is, in fact, my purpose. So anyway, um, because of the pandemic and the nature of, you know, how gathering happened, it totally like I didn't expect it to become what it has become. Yeah. I was just sort of following this model. And now it's this really organic, non-conventional way of gathering, of doing business, of making friendship, of connecting, of getting support. And it happens in people's homes. It happens online. It happens in people's businesses. Um, It's such a beautiful, like, melting pot of a, what I remember, like, old school women's networking groups being like in, you know, like the early 2000s or whatever, where you come together and, like, motivate each other. You encourage each other to do, like, your two-minute commercial, you know, like That's what's your exactly elevator it, right? thank kind you. of thing, yes, you know? Yes, exactly it, yes. And like, how can I support you? Which for Badass Ladies Club has always been so important that we want to support other people's inspiration, their businesses, like what they're excited about, what they're on fire yes. for. Yes. And that's, Consequently, what we end up talking about on the podcast, you know, is what is it that you're most excited about today? Because I find that women in business need a lot of support from other women as we're like organized and navigating. Like you said, you didn't know what it was going to become. Mm-hmm. We didn't really no, know what this was going to become. You know, like nope. you still don't really know what it's going to become. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like an inkling of what it yeah. will become. Yeah. And that you need other women to like hold your hand sometimes and be like, actually, 
I know you feel like you don't know what's going on and that nothing's going right, but everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. And you're doing everything right, you know? And right. that, that sisterhood is so different than a, uh, yeah, like a male dominated workplace where it is really masculine and hyper productivity, which is a lot of, you know, like what yes. we're working with right now. So question is the she dares collective for everyone, small business women <laughs> owner. Like no. uh, now it has become really like, uh, we are finding our voice and I was gifted a beautiful human who wants to help me. Who's volunteering her time. Who's a marketing director experience. Who's helping me like really hone in on the the voice, right? Uh -huh. But uh, really, it's that it's a safe place for women to gather to do big things, mm -hmm. right? It's a safe place to come get encouragement, confidence, support. And I don't want it to be all about business. Yeah. There is okay. a predominantly, there are a lot of us who are self-employed, who have our own businesses. Uh -huh. There's a new hybrid like that looks different now, yeah. you know, like how women earn money is different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want this to be about helping women do all like really that my notes that I was sharing with you guys help them suffer less is really yeah. like what this is about because okay. yeah. it's too damn hard mm -hmm. and we are not being treated with dignity currently <laughs> yeah. for all that we do as women and and I watch women like triumph and suffer and like it shouldn't be so stinking hard yeah. and we are creators of life right mm -hmm. so that's where it all comes from now I've seen some women um who maybe have a, a job or are stay at home and they're transitioning, right? There's a lot of like areas where women get stuck earning a living, yeah. whether it's going back to the workforce, starting their own business or making peace with like, I'm not going to do any of that. And my work is with my family, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's okay too. Whatever it looks like, I want to be a space for them to come and see what's possible. Because today you might not be ready to start your business, but how do you know what it's like? How do you know mm -hmm. the cadence, the freedom that comes and the challenges come if you're not allowed because you don't have your business yet? Ugh. So I found that a lot in the early stages and starting up in your startup stage, which I'm still in with my business and other things. You're just like, I can't get in because I'm not there yet. How the fuck do I get there? I don't know how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't want it to be a place um, where you can only come if you're a small business owner. Okay. Um, it. Uh, a lot of the content is geared towards women who are navigating lots of ways of generating. Like they're interested in generating revenue or generating, creating something, right? Not everybody's money driven. Some yeah. people want to give back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people want free time. Some people want to go through recovery, you know, yeah. all of it. So I'm trying to shift it so that it's not about business. But there are some basic tenets that I've learned through the entrepreneurship journey. And that ties to women in this group. And it's that we don't talk about money enough. And we, um, many of us, I think, have a lot of blockages around mm -hmm. it and our worth and value mm -hmm. and abundance. And so it might sound like it's professional, like some of the content is intended to help us become like more sophisticated <laughs> about mm -hmm. how we handle our like everything in my mind is a business, right? You are a business. Your family yes. is a business. Your home yeah. is a business. Everything, you know, um, P.S. I played office as a little girl. Oh, <laughs> see? Like, I came out like holding a piece of, I look, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so I think in terms of businesses, but I, I don't want it to be what like. But you know what I hear tone, when you, know? you talk about this though, is like, it's about supporting women in their contribution. 
Boom. Right. Whatever that is, you know, like that we're right. all contributing. Just meeting them where they are. Yeah. Thank it doesn't you. have to be business. It doesn't have to be financial. No. But, right. but you're they contributing. Can be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And, yes, but I'm, this yeah. is what we're talking about because I believe if we are informed about money mm-hmm. and about the ways of the world, money and the law, um, we as women will all level up Absolutely, and be able yeah. to make better choices. I've seen so many women in not ideal or less than ideal situations mm-hmm. because they did not understand. Yeah. They made un- uninformed choices, right? Yeah. You just don't know. And then that's how you learn, right? right? And you so, don't know what you don't know. I know you don't know. And the beauty of this, so the collective piece is really it, is that from each person in the collective, we all learn mm-hmm. from their experience. And the idea was to sort of like create a shortcut for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and it does work. So let me tell you um, what has happened so far and it's going to shift here next year, is that each month we meet twice a month. So please come and join us. If you follow <laughs> us, you will see our events. There's yeah. two months each month. There's a morning one. It's like a coffee, a little bit more um, sit down, um, intentional time. <clears throat> and then there's a social hour. We're not always doing like happy hours. Sometimes we do happy hours. Sometimes we do healthy hour. But the idea is that to meet women where they are, some people can show up in the morning. Some people can't. Right. So hopefully mm-hmm. we catch you and at each event, we spotlight a woman. So we're going to her place of business. We're hearing from her talk. Oh, wow. We are here at the Badass Ladies Club, yep. right? Like all of that. So again, each event does like two or three things. And it does tie into that, like that woman who's presenting or who we're going to visit gets to speak about herself <laughs> and gets to like put herself out there in a different way and hopefully see herself. And what I see is that they feel a little bit more like pep in their step. Yeah. I feel a little bit more legitimate. You're seen. Once you're seen, you're like, oh. And so then I saw the power of being seen and of seeing others. Because I'd hear someone be like, oh, uh, my mother-in-law, for example, is a very, very successful, hyper successful woman in her career. And she trained a lot of saleswomen under her. And I once would translate for her. And I travel with her and I was translating for her Portuguese. And so I'm in Brazil with her and she opens up her handbag and her purse is like spring loaded with stuff. <laughs> you know it's what just I mean? like Mary Poppins. Yeah. 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 It's like a hot mess. I love you, mom in law. But it's, it was like, <laughs> right? Just, you know, she's a badass and she's got stuff happening. But it was not, you know, so her, this woman who's like learning from my mother-in-law, sees her purse and I see the light bulb go off. And then she tells me, she's like, if that's what her purse looks like, that's what my car looks like. Mm. So that doesn't stop you from succeeding. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to keep showing up then because yeah. if that's what her handbag looks like and she's the bomb, then I mean, right. And that's it. That's so good. That, yeah. It's so good. You get permission to be yourself when you see other people succeeding in life and being themselves, you know? Yeah, like, themselves. Yes. So that it's is awesome. peppering yeah. everything. It's a, like daring to be true to yourself. And if this is a safe place for you to be messy, mm-hmm. to be late, to yeah. whatever, say it wrong, and we're going to give each other grace, then like psh, magic unfolds. So beautiful. So yummy. I could talk all day, but I want to make sure this is dialogue. So no, for questions sure. Because... I want to also like share some of the wins because part of our thing is that we meet, we spotlight women, but we celebrate each other's wins and wins could be anything from like, I made it out of bed today. Well, I want to talk about your win in Ah, One to Know Magazine is what I want to talk about. Um, Please, 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 because I will not do it for myself as are you much kidding? As I Look should. at you! Look at it. It's so good. It's so good. It is. It is. Okay, it is. so I love it. Let's start with One to Know Magazine because if it says here this is issue six, okay, yes. so this is kind of like a relatively new thing. Her words, 
her journey, her story. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, it gives me chills. Okay, but let's talk real quick that, like, the three of us are connected by our mutual friend, Mandy. Always. My connective thread in all people, pretty much. And (laughs) that this issue that Yanita is spotlighted Mm -hmm. in right in the freaking centerfold. I mean, look at that beautiful picture. And there's more. Turn the page. There's more. There's more. There's more. Oh, my God. In a gown. I'm a model. model. Like, are you kidding me? Such um, good photography. And yes. Such good yeah. images. All the beautiful women. Shout out. There's my family. mama. There's my grandma. Yeah, there's yes. me as a baby. Good, there's good me basketball. Stuff. That's the money show right there. Uh, yeah, girl. Look it. at that's that. That's me. So good. Getting that's you dead. playing office when you were a that's kid. Me right. Yeah, yeah, that's really. living my <laughs> But everything. in the same issue, <laughs> we're in it. Badass what? Ladies Club. <laughs> Jessica Wetterland speaking her truth out here on the Women That Speak podcast. So... It's so funny how, like, we're connected and we were in the same issue of a freaking magazine. Like, how often does that happen? It's divine intervention is what it is. And I trust it, you know? Like, I know. So it goes even deeper. Can we give a shout out to the gentleman who... Um, To Paul? Paul. Yes. When we showed this article to Paul right before we started recording this episode, he acknowledged that three of the podcasts that were in this article... Are recorded here in the studio. Yeah, you know, um, um, my so-called fabulous, and of course, badass ladies club, and yeah, corks and Cowtown. Yeah. So, all produced here at Nexum Creative. Again, just like layers and layers, yes. and layers of awesome. It's so good. So, okay. one to know magazine is. Tell us a little bit about the magazine. Okay, it started much like our organizations yeah. did right before the pandemic, poorly timed. Mm-hmm. And it's run by a woman, this young woman named Adrian Martinez. And this was her passion. She is a graphic designer and really wanted to tell stories. And this just it. This was her calling, her purpose. Yeah. Same, same. She's on the same boat. And then she teamed up with Jocelyn Tatum, who is an awesome editor, an educator, journalism all the way. And together they have built this beautiful like piece of art. I think it's like poetry on paper and it's all about highlighting um, and spotlighting the women in Fort Worth starting in Fort Worth obviously they have a big vision just like we do yeah. mm-hmm. but starting in Fort Worth because that's where they're from and to really give a voice to the women who because there's so many women and there's so much mm-hmm. talent right um, not everybody can get a magazine story mm-hmm. or an episode or whatever and so they just want to give more voice more space to more voices yeah through and- beautiful storytelling like it isn't your cheesy magazine. There aren't cheesy ads. Everything is beautifully curated and it's like from the heart. You can yeah. tell when you flip through it. Like oh, there's yeah, love it's and care. Gorgeous. And yeah. The, um, the paper. Yeah. Oh, and this cover, every cover. Okay. I'll tell you a little bit more. Can I tell you an yeah, ad? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> they put out an issue every other month because it's such a work of art. Right. You can't just like crack, yeah. crack it up. So there's six issues per year. It's $5 a month. Very reasonable. The cover art for each one, even though I'm the cover girl, it's done by hand by an artist. A local female artist in town will make the work of art and then they photograph it and put it on the cover. Oh my gosh. So every cover has been handcrafted by a every cover has been handcrafted <laughs> by a woman in town. And it covers the front and the back. How oh, cool well, is that? That Who is does really that? cool. That's so extra. Yeah. This isn't a graphic. This was made by hand by someone. And then they tell you about the artist. And they're telling stories about grandmas. They're telling stories about philanthropy. Every dollar 
from these issues go, $1 goes to the Ladder Alliance. So from every issue, $1 goes to the Ladder Alliance, which they talk about in this issue. And the Ladder Alliance is doing it, honey, helping women coming out of domestic violence and abuse and helping families in like a really, really much needed way. So anyway, with one magazine, you're empowering so many women. So please subscribe or get one. I'm so obsessed. Um, And you know, it's so funny that this came really organically to... Yeah. Laurie and I. Um, Me too. Off of a Facebook post, someone was like, oh, check out Badass Ladies Club. And then we were reached out to by the woman who wrote that yeah. little blurb. And then we forgot about forgot. it. Forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like. Until your episode. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> and <laughs> then I sent it to Mandy, sent it to you. Yeah. Well, they attended one of the She Dares events. So oh, they cool. attended this. It also happened for me organically. I'd seen a few ads on Instagram and said, ooh, look, magazine. is this true? You know, and you're yeah. like, hey, whatever. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, and then they showed up. They came to an event at Sparkyard, which is this awesome place that provides resources to entrepreneurs in town. So this is one of our entrepreneurial like meet and greets. And here's a resource in town and just sort of bringing the women to the resources. And so they showed up and they saw me and just was like, oh, my gosh, and here we are. I, one of the things that was so exciting for me about this was I love magazines. I used to really love newspapers. Like I love print media in my hands. Um, Do these women. And sometimes when I'm like going on a trip and I'm getting on an airplane, like I I will go buy buy magazines, you know, like, and I don't buy magazines currently, you know, I'm going to subscribe to one to know now that um, I know what it's it's all about. Gorgeous. Yes. But I, studied journalism in my very early years, you know, um, high school and for what bit of college that I participated in and that I have such a love and appreciation for what it takes to do print journalism and to do it well and to make it look, I mean, like back when I did it, we were still cutting and pasting printed off text to hard mats. Like it was before things worked digitally the way they do. But even so, like I know what it takes to put together something that's this, this beautiful. beautiful. And so just the labor of love alone, it is, it is really love. fantastic. It's a labor of love from all the contributors. They source contributing. So it's again, very like a collective approach to the pieces. It's not just a one note because then the message is also kind of curated by the community. So as they go and meet more women in town and they know that you have a journalism background and if you've got an important story to tell, you might be able to contribute, yeah. right? Like they are, are just a approaching the storytelling in just a really neat way because from a business standpoint many people may have advised them not to do this right Mm. and it's not about that right this is about doing business differently like I love that let's challenge the status quo let's start a print publication that's beautiful Mm -hmm. and extra right now during uh inflation and a pandemic and all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, kudos to them for doing it. It's not easy, um, but it is a labor of love. It's totally. Yeah. So I'm very, very, very like, I'm happy they exist. I'm happy they found me. Um, I'm happy to have found you. And there's many other, I mean, like every page, another amazing person. Every page is another amazing person. So, um, so that's it. That's what I'm here to do is to really just shine light on amazing people. And how many people can we, if we if boost confidence to some percentage of women, I think, um, society will improve at a higher percentage. Absolutely. That makes sense. Like you know the ripple I... effect of confident women is going to be massive for our economy. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it. 
I think a really cool thing for us to jam on, because it kind of fits so much with the vibe of She Dares, is this idea that um, we get to show up as we are. And that sometimes that looks like divine, powerful, fierce goddess energy. And sometimes that looks like a messy human just doing Rolled whatever they bed. can to like, survive. Die. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that yeah. it is okay that you're supposed both and. It's, like yes, you're not one and. or the other. And it's not like you're failing when you show up messy and, you know, like just trying to get by versus when you feel elevated and like you can take on the world. Like that we are supposed to be both. So can we talk about like yes. this yes. juxtaposition between being operating in these really high frequencies and these high realms and like you're the leader of the She Dares Collective and people are looking to you for that energy, that inspiration. But sometimes when you're not that girl and you mm -hmm. show up as the Yanita that you need to be in the moment, like I said, that gives people so much permission to also be that. So yeah, like how do you feel about this whole concept of both and? You get to do it all. Um, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, I took improv comedy many, many years ago. A lot of this starts from my own mental health journey and because that's what I need. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. because like, I can't not be a mess sometimes. Same. I can't not be late sometimes. I can't not say the wrong thing sometimes. I can't not cry sometimes. You know what I mean? But that does not, now I know, that does not devalue Everything else I have to do, they come together. So let's make this work, honey, is how this all started. Because otherwise, I'm going to stay in a box. I'm going to go crawl mm -hmm. in a hole and just go die. Like, yeah. no. Uh, somehow I was emboldened, but I did not come out this way. Yeah. <laughs> this has taken many years of work. Um, and again, I want to shortcut it for others. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like, not that I figured it all out. Like, life is hard and I'm a mess often, right? Um, but... I am not a mess. Does that make sense? Like, I believe in myself. I've reached this level of like, I feel like I leveled up. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Confidence. And I just, that's what I want. If everybody just levels up a little bit, oh, the water comes down from, you know, you're not underwater anymore. And you're like, the water's at your waist. Oh, that's a much better experience. So, um, I took improv comedy as an attempt to get myself out of my shell, to get myself out of my like really scared, anxious state. I was coming out of like really intense um, mental health time, you know, mm -hmm. like a breakdown, like post breakdown. I was going through recovery and, you know, I just signed up for some improv comedy and their core, like at the core of improv comedy, it's yes. And yes, and mm -hmm. this concept of yes. Mm -hmm. And so if you and my partner, we're in a scene yep. and you say we're on the moon, I'm not to be like, are you delusional? We're at <laughs> yeah. the grocery store. Like, no, we're sometimes not. Sometimes that has a place and sometimes that's funny. But the idea is that we're, that I'm going with it mm -hmm. to a certain extent, right? And if there's a no, there's a no but. You don't just like. Anyway, so that really, really just blew the lid off my head. Yes, and? Mm -hmm. <gasps> so that I think speaks to some of this is that like, yes, and. Mm -hmm. Yes, and. <laughs> it doesn't negate it. Um, and then I found out that I'm on the autism spectrum, y'all. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Say what now? How old were you when you figured uh, that out? This was like two years ago. Okay. Last year. As an adult. <laughs> just like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> this is new news. But also now looking back, you're like, duh, <laughs> so much makes sense now. And um, that, which again, this was like a year or two ago, also blew the lid off of things. 
there was, I feel like I was given permission as opposed to this like, oh man, something's wrong with me. It was more just like, nothing is wrong with me. Right. Dag it. I'm yeah, just being is that not like the most freeing experience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then I started reading about other women who'd experienced a similar thing at a similar age. Yes. Right. The sort of coming of age for women because of how the mental health system is and how testing happens. Young girls tend to be missed, mm -hmm. diagnosed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like super common. Um, and hopefully that'll shift as we all, you know, learn more. But so many women. So I'm hearing their stories and uh -huh. hearing how and feeling validated and feeling seen and saying, Psh. then also I'm in my 40s and something happens when you turn 40 where you just like, I don't care. <laughs> yes. I yes. care less. I care yeah. less about what you think. You think, you think. Yeah. And there's something about like raising kids that also makes you just like, you can't care about. So it's that this is a compilation, a multi-year journey to get to this place. And now that it feels so freaking good, I want others to get there and it not take them 10 years, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's a compilation of being 40, raising kids and realizing I'm autistic and be like, oh, I'm not supposed to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So are you familiar with Morgan Harper Nichols? Is that her name? Yeah. Morgan Harper Nichols. She is a digital artist and poet. Mm. You can follow her on Instagram and she posts the most beautiful artistic poetry. Um, and you can find some of her stuff like printed and sold in like boutiques and stuff. But um, we listened to a talk with her yeah, um, through Kathy Heller. Um, Ooh. and she was diagnosed, um, on the autism spectrum as an adult and just talked about how like liberating it was to get this, you know, she's like, oh my God, this all makes sense. And so like the way she moves her hands is just very grounding to her. So now she knows that that's how she, that's how she, um, grounds herself and brings, you know, and so. Um, and I have um, a sibling that's on the autism spectrum. So like I grew up with it, like this is all very normal to me, mm -hmm. but that there is this movement of grown women being diagnosed with, you know, being somewhere on the spectrum or ADHD. ADHD yeah. is a big one. Totally. You know, and so our group has taken a big shift in that way as I've yeah. been sharing my story and my journey with the women. So we do those big group events that I told you about, but I've also been holding space separately and privately in small groups. We were doing this goal accountability thing that was going to last a quarter, but lasted like two years. You know, we just <laughs> kept going. And uh, through this intimate space, there was more just dialogue. And several of the women have found themselves in different parts and like have addressed their mental health and received some sort of relief, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it's just anxiety needs to be dealt with. Sometimes it's, um, you know, grief. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it comes in many ways. Some of these are things that like we'll have to battle forever. Some things are momentary, you know, um, it's a huge part of our lives and it's not talked about. No. Yeah. In business and networking and all these things. Who is talking about? Like, you know what I find fascinating? As a woman who's got a startup in technology and trying to raise money and going through the gamut, when you deal with investors, they, they obviously want to check you out and they want to know, sure. are you a good bet? Like, mm -hmm. please. Nobody ever considers the mental state of the entrepreneur. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that is bananas. It's true. You're looking yeah. at my budget, but I might be like on the verge of collapse. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a big cavity that needs to be filled in how we invest and empower others yes. is that you've got to address people's, meet them where they are. You don't know where they are right. in their yeah. mind and state. It doesn't mean they're broken. They just, but you, you can't expect somebody to run real fast if they have a twisted ankle. Right. And right. so I, um, I'm hoping that we, as we're all opening up and being more inclusive and being more open and less afraid, if we show up honestly, then we can shift the needle. <laughs> Cause then we're like, oh, it's not just me. We all need accommodations. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> For different things, you know? There's also so much power, I think, in being authentic and talking about your own mental health, which we both do a lot on this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, where there's this, um, vulnerability and kind of like this open book thing that we're doing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes. But that also gets you hella judged because we have had a certain amount of like, yeah, but you aren't therapists. You're not doctors. Like what right do you have to talk about mental health? You don't really know what you're dealing with. And that this is really fascinating to me because what I know is like me being authentic about my own journey, whatever that looks like is supportive of other women coming to me and wanting to talk about their journeys. Mm -hmm. And just having the open, safe space to do that is so therapeutic that like everybody works their mental health story a different way. Yep. And not everybody wants to go to a doctor or go the route of, you know, like traditional therapy like that. that. Not everybody learns the same way. Totally. Not everybody heals the same way. Right. That being in sisterhood and support with other women Mm -hmm. that have navigated their mental health journey, however they've done it, you Mm -hmm. know, is supportive of the whole and that you get to decide what works for you Um, But it is really interesting because there's so many women now that I feel like have platforms, whether those are podcasts or groups like yours or just what they do in their work in general, that when they start to speak about mental health, instead of being encouraged to go there and share their own story, they're being shut down, you know, and and immediately. Don't shut it down. Yeah. The first time that came to me, I (laughs) totally went inward and was like oh, they're right. I'm not a doctor, you know, and maybe I shouldn't be. And it took me a minute well, to I like, believe we all have responsibilities yes. with our words. Our words have a lot of power. Yeah. And I don't like being critiqued, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes there's a little nugget for all of us. So sure. I'm not telling you to stop talking about your mental health, but as I think about how am I going to move forward, I'm definitely very conscious of this is very delicate territory. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. I'm accepting that I'm going to do it wrong and I'm going to do it with good intent and try to keep getting better because that's all I can do, you know. But yeah, it's something to consider if people are so easily triggered. As a yes. person who myself can be like, ah, switching <laughs> throughout the course of the day, I'm like hyper mindful of it. So I think I hold back in talking about it and I'm trying to just like slowly release the vault and I see there being some sort of spinoff, some sort of something that is for neurodivergent women where I support them because yes. they need different support than what I have found is people who don't identify as a neurodivergent women still resonate with the content that is being discussed 100%. because it's, oh yeah, um, with all the stimulation we're living in, we're all sort of neurodivergent Everyone, right now. Everyone, yeah, to an extent. Every, you know, there's more than uh, maybe people are aware. So having things like routines... And having things that are very sacred and like your morning routines or your journaling, whatever, these tools, these tools becoming routine, becoming sacred is it. (laughs) There's no other way, right? And 
um, that I have found, right, is that I find my tools and periodically my tools switch. Mm-hmm. And through uh, She Dares, I find She Dares to be kind of like Chamber of Commerce meets Goop meets like a <laughs> sisterhood, right? Like yeah. we go explore because what are you into? Teach us. We don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, energetic work or we don't know anything about the hair and makeup industry. Let's find out. Like we mm-hmm. all know about it a little bit, but it's almost like a little episode. Each event is yeah. like a little episode. Tell us about you so we can learn and some of the the women in the group will say, I didn't know those things existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a woman in our group who's a sound healer. She's an intuitive healer and she does sound baths and she has like rocked everybody's world. And um, thank you, Sarah Sutherland. Um, and some of the women didn't know that was a modality that existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's so much out there. So if we stay curious and kind, um, I think that's how we, that's what I want to do is keep everybody curious and kind and confident. Yeah. But um, anyway. I feel like things that are meant for you, like resonate in your body and in your field, you know, like when you, uh, we just went to this really powerful uh, retreat, I guess is what it was, um, where you sit in circle with women and that we powerful. Yeah. Like we're doing that at badass ladies club in our own way, but mm-hmm. it was so yeah. nourishing to go see how two other women yes. hold space and sit in circle. And there were a lot of things that were similar, but there were a lot of things that were different. Yeah. Those are different flavors. Yes. So cool. And Laurie and I were looking at each other the whole time, like, oh, we should totally do that. Or, you know, Isn't yeah, it? Like, like, there is this like you said synchronicity because mm-hmm. I think we're all hungry we all want this we're all tuned in you know we all just went through this massive trauma we're still going through this yeah. massive trauma and um, it I feel like everybody shook you know yeah so like, if no we could collaborate came... and not compete mm-hmm. right right like I hope for all of us that we're not like oh look at her er, right as opposed to like look at her how cool oh I love how do this. I get yeah. in on that mm-hmm. how do I yeah. jam alongside how do we do something new together like right I don't like know. enough with the scarcity with like, the scarcity you're like I can't because she's already doing that like yeah. right. no we like to, there's yeah. not enough for me or yes you know. yes 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 so yeah. um let's or, do that more of that <laughs> do more, more of that, that. that please yeah. <laughs> there is also like this really interesting thing to your point about like being supportive of one another as opposed to being in competition with one another and we've had a few episodes where we've talked about like women in competition and that when you see another woman winning mm-hmm. like what is your instinct are you like good for her or are you like, uh, how dare she? Or are you like, oh, I can never do that? You know, like, what right. is your right, instinct? Right, right. What is the trigger there? Like, yeah. what is the... Isn't that so fascinating? And me personally, because I'm human, I'm honest, I have had all of those emotions. Same, Same. yes, 100%. For different people, for different reasons, because yeah. there's a different trigger mm-hmm. I now see pointing back at me and whatever I feel inadequate about. Right. Yeah. So maybe I'm not so thrilled for her because maybe I feel inadequate with my ability to do the thing that that person did. Right. It's not about that person. It's about me feeling yes. like less than somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other times when I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Right. It's not about yeah. them. I'm really trying to check myself. Um, so this is like the healing of the sisterhood wound that we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, like that. In I'm so grateful to Badass Ladies Club. Mm-hmm. Definitely to Mandy Hancock, you know, Woo-hoo! like who yes. has been mm-hmm. such a teacher for me about 
supporting other yeah. people and cheering them on regardless she's, of you know what and we talked cheer. about that the first episode that Mandy episode. was on because yeah, totally. she's been with us a couple times and Mandy was the first woman in my life and it took me 10 years of knowing Mandy before I understood where she was coming from where like I did not understand how she could watch a woman leave our business and she's like you go girl Good I'm for like you. no you know no, how dare no, you, you go, girl. No, <laughs> we need that person. How dare they step out on us and, you know, traitor, you know, yeah. um, that Mandy has always been this beacon of, mm-hmm. I support you and I'm cheering for you hard. She does it. Oh my God. Time. And Intensely. It, it, it took me so many years to be like, oh, duh, <laughs> that's what we're supposed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so God, yeah, she's such a teacher. What about us? That it is, um, it's like a learning curve that we all, I feel like, go through to a certain extent based on where you came from. Because I had, like you, a lot of really powerful, supportive women in my mm. lineage, you know, like when I trace it back. And I also heard so much, whether it be like at school or like, I think about when I was a cheerleader or I think about, you know, like when I had groups of girls growing up or maybe even I played in dance, basketball. you know, I like was on yeah, a team with basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, that women would push each other by competing with each other, you know, mm. and that it did kind of elevate you because you were bit, trying yeah. to one up each other, you know, or be the best or definitely like when I was in junior high and high school, it was about like, who oh, was yeah. prettiest, mating. who had the best clothes, <laughs> yeah, who had mating. the best boyfriend, like, <laughs> yeah. that all of those things. And so you were kind of like pitted in this competition, competition kind of right, space, right? Right, right, right. But How I do, do see- that at a, for young girls? Yeah, I see a shift though. I see things changing for the way mm. that young girls are supported and that there's so many more examples of women cheering each other on, especially if you look at like celebrities. Like, oh my gosh, I just saw this thing with Jennifer Gardner and Glennon Doyle. Oh, who, like, yes. oh my yeah, gosh, so they're much. the soccer moms. They are the soccer yeah. moms. They're, yeah. they're handing out things to the like so women's cute. soccer, yes. national soccer team or like yeah. professional soccer team. I died. I'm like, yes. I know. Yes. That women seem to support each other out loud more than yeah. we used to, you know? Yay. And yeah. there's so many more, of that, more yes. yeah, yes. like in the arena with that. And that the more of us that create businesses that are inclusive and supportive and h- highlighting what other women are doing that's inspiring, yeah. the more we show that to the little girls that are coming up, you know? Setting the and tone it's for so the important. future, yes, yes. Uh-huh. to be accepting. And um, we want acceptance when mm-hmm. we're imperfect. Mm-hmm. So then we have to give it. When someone's imperfect at us and it's hard. And so what I learned is I'm not always going to get it right. I'm not always gracious when I, when it's called for, but I try to go back eventually. Sometimes it takes me a long time to go back to apologize or, you know, correct or something. But what else are you going to do? We've been working with this conversation with Daniel Laporte about forgiveness. I heart Daniel Laporte. Oh, God, I love oh her. Thank so you. Much. We love her. Again, um, she's one of the like if the imaginary board of yes. women. She is on, she's there. on there. She's on it. Yes. So is yes. she talks a lot so about how like forgiveness will make you high. Mm. Like that there's no better drug than when you forgive and are forgiven, you know? Uh, and that mm. it's one thing to be like, I forgive you, right? Like you did me wrong, yeah. but it was a hard it's time fine. and I forgive you. 
but it's a totally different high to go to somebody that you've wronged mm-hmm. and say, I was wrong. I was going through something and you were a victim of that. And I'm sorry. <sighs> and I am asking forgiveness if that's something that you're available for right now. And whether they can receive I, that. Can I use those words? Because exactly. okay. I need to use it's that in a tape, few situations. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've got it recorded. Um, yeah. We're going to write that, that down and pass it out. <laughs> get you high in a really powerful way. And I How practice get high this. with the baddest um, ladies. The two Honesty, times. Honesty, forgiveness. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and forgiveness. Um, both times when I've tried it, I have not gotten responses back. But it's okay. Yeah. Because she's not wrong. Like, forgiveness doesn't have to be a mutually beneficial thing, right? Like, it is a frequency. It's a vibration. Yes. Too, right? And me forgiving me for doing what I had to do to survive in the moment, which meant that there was collateral damage, mm-hmm. is the powerful Ding. piece of that, you know? And that women need more of that. They need more examples of us saying, you know what? I was wrong. I was suffering. And you got caught up in the mess. And I'm sorry. And I'm here to speak that, you know? It's mm-hmm. been powerful in my journey over the last mm-hmm. year. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still working that. It's um, hard. Like, been a lot braver than I Girl, have. I'm older <laughs> and, yeah, I have more examples of times where I've been a bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> I've got more to Girl, choose from. Uh, <laughs> but, man, I tell you, it's it's hard. It is hard. Um, we keep on talking about forgiveness 2.0 because we've already done an episode about forgiveness. And we keep on coming back to this, like, maybe we should do 2.0. And we're both like, not ready, not ready for that. Well, because our ready. episode about forgiveness, we were straight salty about everything. We were like, "Right, you know, like it was hard at because the time. it is hard. It's prickly. Yeah, it's prickly. It's the interesting thing about podcasting too, though, is like we're different people now than oh we my were God. when and we started. Evidence it. out there, yeah, like it's all yeah recorded. So, and then I forget that there's evidence beautiful. out there. It's beautiful though. <laughs> yeah. But it is because you could go back and you're like, oh my gosh, I've grown. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I have not moved on from that. Well, ladies, <laughs> while we're here, before we wrap up, I can't help but be like, tell me about you and let's celebrate a win. Because this is what we do at okay. a She Dares meeting. We okay. always celebrate wins. Oh my tell gosh. us about yourself. Why are you here and celebrate a win? So I want to know like, what's awesome about you? I get, I know that you two are doing this podcast. Thank you <laughs> for all of us. But you also have like careers outside of here. So Indeed. bring it. Tell us all why you're awesome. You first, Joe. Oh, um, that makeup, first of all. Bam. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Thanks. Um, this is the wine palette from ColourPop Cosmetics. I'm obsessed with it. Eat face. Okay. Um, my recent win. Um, well, I started my own business in February, so I'm six months in. Um, and. I, so I have three parts to this. So I started my own salon Boom. Um, in my house, like Mandy, Boom. she yes. was my muse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I have the Mandy Hancock, um, you know, business model of working from home yes. as a badass Mom. stylist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of um, coming out of the energy closet as an energy worker. And I want to bring that into my business, um, which I feel like is a movement in the beauty industry. Yeah, totally, I think that we're all kind of on this wavelength and doing it. And I think there's more to come. And, yeah. um, 
I, my, uh, recent when, um, within just the past couple of days is I've decided to, um, enter a phase of reclamation. Yes. Um, and I don't know if we need to want to talk about the portal, <laughs> um, if we can say that word here, but we can um, say what we want. There's this thing. Speak it. Say it. Say it loud and proud. There's this thing called the pussy portal. Oh, yes. That, um, You're talking to the right person. I you got the right person in this chair. I'm interested in joining. And it's just a reclamation of your power, your body. Um, it's an art project. Mm -hmm. And we have not started it. So I don't know what's to come of we're this thing. Well, yeah. This is what to. she dares does. Is she makes magic everywhere she goes. And I'm like, oh, you know who you need to talk to? <laughs> well, you know who you need to talk to? Yeah. So, and I got somebody you um, need to talk to to yeah, include so in that project. The woman who runs the Pussy Portal, we met at this retreat that we just went to. And I'm so inspired by her story of, well, I don't want to, it's her story. So we're I'm going to have her on the podcast. But we're going to have her on the podcast. But she's been through a lot and um, is on this journey of making women are helping women like just reclaim their power. And I think that it's been a missing part of my healing journey because I feel like I've done a lot of this emotional Up work. Here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I no, I completely agree. Anything Many of us. Here. Yeah, totally. Many of us. I mean, we're all grabbing we're totally, it. Right. Yeah, like, and like, most of our lower back pain and our cramps are right, coming from, from this stagnant yeah. energy that from needs... the heart up. I've been doing all this work for the past two years from ding, the heart ding, up. Ding, ding, dude. Everything below yeah. that Damn. is needing attention. Attention. Yeah. So those we are, are my three. We ones. are in. Yes. Sign me up. I'm yeah. in. Okay. Okay. Let's do the pussy portal together. We ladies. once like, hosted. Um, we once hosted a discover your erotic blueprint session mm. by uh, this gal in our collective who is a multipreneur as well. She does lots of things, but she started Minxy, which is all about empowering women through body positivity and to reclaim their pleasure. Yeah. yeah all around it's not just about so sex or sexuality but it's about re you know in yeah. line with that ding 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 yeah. awesome and it was juicy it was very controversial and it is where we need to go yeah yeah totally further love it laurie okay. wins wins um my first big win is just um the is painting like that <gasps> I hit July, which is like a really weird time for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, like July is a weird month. It is a and weird month. Yeah. Especially when. Thank you for saying that. You know, I've it's a weird month. like action, but inaction because it's yeah. time to rest. It's also it's been 120 degrees in Texas, you know. And so <laughs> normally when I'm like, oh, I have free time. I'll go on outside. a hike. I'll go outside. I'll do everything outside. Um, that's just not been a comfortable option for me, right? So I had to sit with what do I do with all this time I have? And, you know, I'm a makeup artist. Art on faces is more comfortable mm -hmm. for me. Um, but we have, I have a lot of painting gear because we did a painting workshop last year. And I have been fiddling with this idea of like, do I need a new medium, you know, yes. to work with? And Always. so I asked for some art supplies for my birthday early in July and I got them. And I set up my dining room as a studio, which my husband has been so gracious that our house is destroyed because I've got like <laughs> things all over. Um, and I have been spending, I mean, some weeks I've probably painted 30 or 50 hours a week, you know, like for the oh, last three or four weeks. 
early in the morning, late into the night, all day long while he's at work. Sometimes, like he he leaves for work. I'm in my pajamas painting. Yeah, you should go see it. It's really while you paint. I would love that. But the best, you're doing it. Like you're coming over. Okay, but But the win is that some things I make look like a kindergartner made them. Okay, like (laughs) but they're so. I don't want to say bad. They're just very basic and simple and messy. And I'm like, ugh, that didn't work out. Other things, I'm like, I do it and it's okay. But then I have these like moments of inspiration where I just like paint over them and Mm. create something totally different on top of something that I thought I liked, but I kind of fell out of love with, right? And so over this last three or four weeks, some of these pieces have really evolved and I'm really proud of them, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. You know, like that came out of me. And then this really interesting thing has happened just in the last week where people have come by the house and because it's in my dining room and out and open, people are like, what's going on in here, you know? And I've just been giving people art, you know, where I'll tell them, like, take whatever you want. Like, is there something that's speaking to you? And people are so funny because they're like, oh, I couldn't. I'm bringing my daughter. And so just intuitively, I'll just grab a piece and be like, here, you know, and the and the two times I've done it, both people have been like, that's exactly the piece I was looking at, you know? (laughs) And so it's been so freeing to give it away after I've created I'm it. I'm high listening to your excitement. My gosh. That painting You're going to keep is, this all to yourself? Yeah, like, and so the <laughs> Pussy Portal is so interesting Woo! because yeah. it is a art. It's a painting, painting kind, I'm like kind of thing, you know? Closing my legs. Yeah. <laughs> Tighter. <laughs> but the idea of how, and when, you know, Peyton, who facilitates the Pussy Portal that I'm sure we'll have on the show, when she and I were talking about it a little bit, I told her I didn't realize as a 44-year-old how disconnected, 44. I know, right? How disconnected I've become from my body yeah. in so many ways, right? And that I am a, uh, I've been married for 20-something years. Same. I'm super sexual and active and Not like that there's nothing. The yeah. <laughs> Like that by those standards, I know that in my marriage, like we get it on a lot. Okay. Like that, that's a thing. Um, but outside of that, I have always been trained to engage with people because I'm a people pleaser. Like what does Laurie actually like and what is she into? And what did I condition myself to like? Because I needed whoever was on the other side of that sexual spectrum with me to validate me, you know? And so I've been kind of like teasing that apart which is really fascinating when you're as old as I am and in such a long-term relationship because like my husband and I are talking about it a little bit. And so some of these Same. things I've been like struggling with, with like, what do I actually like what, versus what I told myself I wanted, whether that's physical pleasure, whether that's artistic expression, like painting or makeup or whatever, you know, whether that's what I do for a living or how I make money, you know, or what gives me worth and, you know, mm-hmm. value this is my win right now is that I am exploring all of those things on Swimming all in fronts it. It sounds juicy. and it is juicy and it beautiful and awesome. And I'm so, so inspired good, by it. Good, 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 good. By the way, sorry, mom. So <laughs> my mom listens to every episode. My mom's probably like the pussy. Dude, what? Your mom's probably sorry, mom. cheering on the other end of this being like, <laughs> nah, she's cool. She's cool. I know. Um, no. Yeah. So what's your win? Tell us your win. Oh my gosh, there are so many wins. It seems unfair and it's not, but I really like, maybe I walk around with a little bit of like survivor or guilt complex or something. (laughs) Um, 
my wins, being on this podcast, being on this magazine, being surrounded by all these women. I'm flooded with creativity and energy that is not even like for me. It's like for others. Like I get downloads for others. And, and so that's really neat to just be similar, the similar space of like allowing it to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm very routine oriented and I'm still working on launching my software. And so that's a grind, but I'm really proud that I'm going through the grind because you have to go. So I'm going through the grind every day <laughs> and I'm being super creative yeah. at the same time. I started moving. So similar to you um, with this, with the things you said about, is this really what I liked? Or is this conditioning? And I'm really trying to parse that reality is tricky. Yeah. And then with um, what I perceive, how I perceive the world and, and my autistic sort of like, there are certain places where you just stop. <laughs> the thought just stops. You're like, Bleh. and I can't tell. There's this like self-awareness gap sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so there's something called fawning. And I just learned this term, fawning, fight, flight, Mm -hmm. or fawning, right? It's like a response to stress or whatever. And I'm a total fawner. (laughs) You're like, turns out. Guilty. (laughs) Ugh. And so, yeah, my husband and I are also literally like unpacking that Mm -hmm. to be like, how much of this life we have built for ourselves is built out of like fawning over each other? Because, you know, it happens in other ways, too. Um, anyway, so that's really interesting and we get to do that, which is cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So my win being here with you ladies, um, I, I want to speak. I've seen myself on a stage in front of a lot of people. Like I, so this is part of it. Like I'm speaking Yes. Yes. next week I'm going to be, or a Dallas startup week. I'm going to be on a panel of women who've gotten funded to talk to other women about getting funded. Yes. That's amazing. Amazing. Then there's this party coming up on August 18th. Please come out to celebrate I'll the magazine there. and yeah. all of us. And I mean, just like talking and women and moving energy around. I've started hiking and thank you. Yeah. We went out with It was Hayden. so good on Sunday. Yeah. So good. And that's similar. Like, Painting is not my outlet. It is moving. I've been an athlete my whole life. I've done extreme sports. I played basketball through college. I'll hike. I'll bike. I'll walk for five days. And so I have been sedentary for so long. I'm just chasing little people around. But now I'm moving my body for me. And my, like, version of painting, which I'm still sort of, like, secretly, like, coming out of, you know, to, like, enjoy it, is dancing. Oh. You're talking to the right girl. Anita, let's go to ecstatic Booty. dance together. Yes, yes, that's one of the. And I'm planning like our our issues, our our episode. They're not issues or episodes. Our events. There you go for the rest <laughs> of the year. And dancing is on there. Yes, there's either pole dancing or belly dancing. You better or, invite us. We are yes, in. Yes, 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 yes. We are dancers. Not on Thursday nights, please. <laughs> not on Thursday nights. Um, okay. Well, because here's the thing. Um, I've scheduled myself as like late on Thursday nights. I've always worked late on Thursdays and every cool thing happens on Thursday nights. And And I'm like, Like, what? I am shifting to do our events on Wednesdays. Thank you. Because everybody's doing something on Friday morning or Thursday night. You're like, well, that's what I have too. Well, what the heck? I want to go to those things too. (laughs) So how about Wednesday mornings, Wednesday nights? So I'm going to try. I really am trying to meet women where you are. And I know everybody's got a different <laughs> schedule. So dancing. So I'm obsessed with Lizzo. Shout out to oh Lizzo. Oh my gosh. And are all you the serious? Things. I have been listening to Lizzo for the Special. past three months. So like, what do you think non-stop. of the new album? I'm obsessed. It's so I'm good. Good. dying. Okay. What are y'all's favorite songs? Girls. Girls. And Special. Yeah. I, the, yeah, the lyrics to Special is just The like, lyrics to Special are. Yes. But Girls. Girls. Is my 
I have fallen in love with the sign. Yeah. It's the first the one. Yeah. Because it's really like self-empowering. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's right. I am awesome. And birthday girl. My daughter loves birthday girl, which I realize is highly inappropriate, but she loves that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I think she's, why is it so inappropriate? Is, well, I mean, she has a lot, a lot of, of she does a lot of cursing. Words. I she's know. Six, but you me know too. What? My daughter's six too. Yeah. So, yeah. The kids' bop version will be out soon. You and know, it'll be fine. It, it's fine. Um, <laughs> where they like tone it down. Yeah. yeah. But I, when girls first came out, my husband said to me, this is going to be your walk on music when you go on stage, right? Because we're like, you need to go on stage and you got walk on music. I love to imagine stuff. <laughs> and so, yeah, 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 yeah. But then I heard Birthday Girl and I said, no, no, I think it's, there's some snippets of that mm-hmm. song because she's talking about, I'm with my hoes. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I'm with my girls. Yeah. yeah. So it's different. It's different than where my girl's at. It's like, I don't know. There's something about it. Anyway, so <laughs> I I'm love, obsessed. I love Lizzo. I love her, um, her vibe. We need a Lizzo episode because tell me how many <sighs> times we've talked about Lizzo. We talk about her on the podcast all the time. <laughs> I'm She's obsessed with her. I talk about her all the time. She is my muse. Her TV show, her clothing yeah. line, her like empowering other women, body positivity, yes. doing the damn thing, women of color. I mean, like yeah. the list goes on and on and on. And she's donated a ton of money yeah. for Planned Parenthood. Yes. And I mean, she's just showing up real hard for people. She's super, super real. Like, yeah. talk it's about so, this honesty. Yeah, authenticity. Like, that all honestly of it. like helps me. Like, yeah, she. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And I don't like the way I look. What am I talking about? Like, right. right. Why do I, you know, anyway, so she's helped me liberate a little bit. And I don't so, know what the name of the song is, but the naked make my body feel naked. sacred. Naked. Like, it's oh called yeah. Naked. That love song is that song. a like, yeah. anthem right there. Yeah. So um, if you love me, if you, if love, you me, love me, uh, it's and also even good. Coldplay, that last song yeah. where you're like, you're my one. Uh, Y'all go listen to Lizzo's new album and all of her music. But yes. right. But like, honestly, but go go watch that show. Watch out for the big girls. If you have not seen it, it's on Prime. Yeah. I, Obviously, Amazon. I like dancing and I like hip hop dancing. I grew up in the Bronx. So I grew up with like in the 80s. So hip hop is and salsa run through my veins. Mm. Right. And it explains to the movement and my beat. And that's sort of, <laughs> that's just me. That's what's happening. It's sad. Oh, damn. Anyway, so I, in this attempt to dance, I also envision myself with a ladies like hip hop dance crew, mm. right? And Same. so it's just me, but I'm watching hip hop dance <laughs> oh videos gosh. and I'm trying to teach, I'm trying to learn choreo. Um, but I got inspired watching her, her, her show. show. Yes. Where you hear these women talk about their journeys and their self-love journey. And she she takes them. She does a little she dares goop moment with these gals on her show. And she helps them work with a body mm. movement person. She has them do a naked photo shoot. She does all this stuff to help them, like, love themselves. Do you guys know what Everdance is? No. I know I've talked to you about it maybe once yeah, or twice. Yeah, we have talked about it. But- so it's an app that you can buy. I paid $50 for the year. Okay. And it is hip hop, heels, ballet, like all these different forms of dance. And it's like dance instructors who you can pick them and they will teach you how to do a dance. I think I'm ready for that. Oh now. my gosh. I do it by myself at home. I'm because that's only what I've been home. doing. Yeah. yeah, but I've been doing it like YouTube and my videos and clips and sampling. Yeah, and but you can like watch <laughs> them do the whole dance and be like, yeah, I want to learn that one. And then they take you step by step through the class and they teach you. How, and like there's a twerking one. Like there's. Unlimited amounts of dancing, you know. Twerk, y'all. No, for real. But for 
and my husband's like, I kind of want to put a camera in the house. Please don't. <laughs> so I can see you try and learn to do something. And I was like, no, 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 no. But maybe like once I perfected yeah. one of the dances, like I may show you what it looks like. All the TikTok dances are on there. Like all of the, you know, popular things or the things that are trending are on well, there. If anybody wants to start a ladies dance crew, please find me. Uh, yes. Let's do this. We'll use this app. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just all you do is learn one dance 100%. and we can do it for ourselves and have a party. Woo, you know? um, but I was thinking okay. about Adelaide and Everdance and that that would be a lot of fun that for us to like kill a few hours learning to do dance. Hell yeah. Y'all, we need a 2.0. Oh my God. Episode yes, because we are already There's so much overtime. Time. I know. Be on the lookout for Badass Ladies Club She Dares Collective Collaborations. I feel yes, them coming I can on y'all. Support and love and empower the women in your life. We love you guys so much and we will see you next week. Thank you.